All right, everybody. We are back here at the War Room. I'm your host, Keith Corbus, along with my awesome co-host, John Moynihan, a.k.a. J-Mo. You're- and we have our first returning guest on the show. Actually, our first guest, as a matter of fact. He's a 28th round pick by the Texas Rangers. He came out of Hillsdale College. He's from Armada, Michigan. Jake Hoover. What's up, Jake? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me again. Thanks Pleasure as always. Man. We're really um, to have you. Real quick one. Our, uh, the pronunciation of my town is Armada, actually. Armada. Armada. Yeah. No. All right. Every, all right. Everybody pronounces yeah. it wrong. <laughs> Armada, Michigan. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, Jake, uh, hopefully, you know, we've done a few shows, so hopefully we've gotten a little better at this compared <laughs> to the first time around. But you were excellent the first time. But uh, so what's been going on with you? Uh, I mean, we haven't talked since the first episode, I think it was in September. So it's been a little while. Been a little while. Yes, sir. Anything uh, interesting? Um, interesting as of right now. Um, no, I don't really have any g- good news, I guess. You know, uh, oh, no. It's cool to see all the trades that are going through in the MLB and the big leagues right now. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, a couple of you know, guys that I knew and had played with in the past, uh, especially the last year. Uh, ended up getting traded away, but damn, you know, that's part of the game, and that's it's kind of cool. I mean, as much as it is unhappy to see everybody move around, it's still kind of cool to see it in first person because he's never always like, oh, that was interesting, you know. But he's gone now, so to me, it's yeah. really just to see the, that side of baseball. I guess as a as a fan perspective, you really never know like what that process is about, and we've talked about it with like. Uh, we had one of our guests, Rob Kaminsky. He was the only guy to get like traded midway through a season, and he was in the minors. Um, he's with he's was with the Cardinals this past season, but uh, he basically said it's like the most like basic thing out of nowhere. They call you up and they're just like, "Hey, man, like you're traded," and that's it. And yeah. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> he was on a bus. He said he, I think he said he was on a bus from Ohio to Maine to play up in Maine. Yeah, something like, like halfway goes. through the bus ride, he's like. Guy calls him and he's like trying to sleep on the bus. He's like, you got traded, get off the bus, like, and you're meeting the you're meeting your new team on the road. Yeah, like, he's like, I'm, I guess I'm going to Cleveland. Ah, <laughs> uh, that'd be an interesting. That would be definitely an interesting uh, situation to say the least. Especially the bus. If you're gonna be on the bus and get in the call, that's always fun. You know who he told too, which is kind of interesting. Looking back, he's like, yeah, the first guy I told was uh, Luke Voigt. He was like sitting next to me. And I was like, Boy, uh, I just got traded. <laughs> like, I was like, damn. All right. Yeah, that's um, tough. So, kind of anything. So, I know, you know, JMO and I were, you know, we were discussing how one of the things you were talking about way back in September was kind of, you know, the working out process, not having like a full season because of COVID and kind of just like looking to gain more weight and, you know, at just in general at all and, and fill out your body more. Have you been doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Luckily we've had a lot of time and uh, unfortunately for myself and, you know, a lot of other people around specifically our made in Richmond uh, there's been a gym that's been pretty open. Okay. The um, so shout out to the rack in Richmond. That was, it's good. You know, it's good that they stayed open. So I've had my opportunities to get in there and uh, you know, hold my craft and, you know, gain some size and some muscle and some strength and get better every day. Awesome. There you go. It's been nice, yeah. it's been real nice to have a gym. Absolutely. <laughs> um, also, one of the things I was kind of interested to hear from your perspective, I was just talking about with JMO. Um, so we saw the other day that the season might get pushed back to May due yeah. to uh, 
Um, they want to get like, you know, if vaccines are available, they'll try to get everyone vaccinated before the season starts. So obviously it's much more safe. Um, can you, when you heard that news, does that kind of change anything for you per se? Uh, no, the only thing that really changes is my plans. Honestly, I'd like to get, I, you know, the plan is always to get down there to spring training pretty early. Yeah. That way I can just kind of get on the field and like I said, get used to playing in the heat and get used to the fields and being on them. Cause we don't have too many dirt, you know, too much dirt showing in the winter here in Michigan, mm. <laughs> um, but nothing really changed. Obviously just kind of disappointed. Obviously, you know, you look forward to going back to the field and getting back with a bunch of your, your friends and your teammates and, you know, back to the organization and talk to everybody and, you know, get back to playing baseball. That's, that's what it comes down to. And For sure. push back a little bit. I'm not too, I'm not too worried anymore. I'm not trying Basically, not going to allow it to affect me too much because eventually I'm going to go back. I know that, and it, yeah. it may be later than usual, but I'm going to be able to play baseball next year. And I think that's the the, the positive you need to look at. It. That's the way you need to look at it. Definitely. Yeah. Have they given you like a scheduled date to come back for like uh, spring training yet? As or... of right now, we don't have any dates to come back. No sir. No. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that was going to be my next question too. Is like even if like you know hearing it for us, it was like via Twitter or or other sorts of social media. It's like, do you guys have any sort of insight into like the Rangers come to you and they're like, hey, so this was what might happen, and then so you at least have some sort of inclining of what ideas are being tossed around, or do you find out kind of like the same time as the rest of us? Like, um, in ter- like I guess I guess it goes hand in hand. Sometimes you know you find out beforehand. Uh, for the most part, the Rangers do a really good job of keeping us updated. You know everything that that the public knows usually we know a day or two beforehand uh if, if he obviously if it's information that needs to be passed down you'll get a call from anybody in any superiors any of the coaches managers you know intel guys any of the guys that have information to pass it down to you that needs to be passed down it'll get to you so you're not too worried about that um in terms of like knowing dates and stuff like that and knowing that possibly we're going to be pushed back we had a meeting a couple uh, a couple days ago i think last week sometime and that that kind of covered it but most of us knew uh, previously to that by talking to, you know, we stay in touch with our trainers and our coaches and stuff. So word kind of gets around when you're just talking and BSing with some of the guys. Sounds good. Um, so kind of when you're, when you're talking with the trainers and, and things of that sort, um, are they kind of individually telling you, Hey, like, this is what we're expecting from you this coming up season. Like, this is what we want for you to like make the jump to you know maybe the upper tiers or whatever like are they looking for you expectation wise like this is what we want to see from you yeah to uh to an extent yeah that conversation is had i i wouldn't say it's like a, a like a very clear-cut a b like this right is yeah yeah of course where i want you to be this is you know the clear-cut mold we want you to be there's no there's no real kind of thing such as that um in terms of like the things that they want to see so like i can our hitting coordinator Cody Atkinson, who I'm going to be flying out to Seattle to see soon and hit with him in a couple of weeks in January. He, he gave all of the uh, hitters in our organization basically something to work on in the offseason. Like there's two things you can work on. He gave us an actual document and it gives you things you can work on, drills. It gives you links to the drills. It gives you 20 different videos to the drills. It gives you all these different things. So in terms of like the hitting part right there, yeah, there's there's growth there. There's things that they want you to see. Um talk with the trainers and like the lifting coaches obviously you come in uh after you know last year specifically I was told I needed to be stronger and faster and be back to where I was um during my college season before I got drafted 
And so you come back, you do that and they expect it. And then I think it's kind of on you in terms of like your body style and how you want to play. If you want to, if you need to bulk up or you feel you're not hitting them with enough power, you're not being strong enough or your body's breaking down early or something like that. I think it's, it's a, it's like a vote. It's, 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 it's like a relationship you have with your trainer. You obviously let them know that you're not feeling good or you want to be this and they'll help you along with it. I, so I, I sure. think it, it's kind of your own personal career, right? It's your own career and you can kind of make your own decisions as you go. And nobody can tell you, you know, you have to do this. Obviously it's right. if you don't do it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I, 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 uh, I think for the most part, we all have an idea of what we need to do. And if we don't, we're always asking questions, trying to find out, you know, what's going to be better for us and what's going to help us along the way. And, you know, just having open ears and open eyes and doing your best to stay level-headed while you're there and talk to as many people as you can to get the ideas of what you need to get to. For sure. That is always good. But yeah, I mean, we always have people telling us, you know, what they'd like to see, but definitely asking is the, I think the main way to go about it. You'll find yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, it's funny. Cause like you see, it's kind of like, it's kind of like any other job that you would, you know, do realistically they're at expecting, like they're asking, like, these are my expectations for you. Like blah, blah, blah. Except you're just dealing with, you know, professional athletes and it's yeah. super cool <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> It's, it's not, it's not much different. I mean, when it, just like, it's like any other baseball sports in general are just like any other thing. It's, it's you go and do something, right. You put your boots on, you go to work, you do you go do your job. It's the simplest form of baseball. I go put my cleats on, I go do my job and then I come home. Exactly. And that's That's essentially what I'm doing at an everyday job at a cubicle or, you know, working outside right. or anything at, at any point. It's, yeah. It's crazy to think about it like that though, too. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice to think of, to think about it that sometimes. I think uh, baseball and in the world the world of sports can get a little overwhelming, and it's always nice to be able to calm it down and just say, hey, you know, if you need to take it day one day at a time, that's a good way to do it. Just say, hey, you know, once you especially once you get the season rolling, it's nice to do that and just say, take it one day at a time. Like, hey, all right, wake up, get my stuff done, let's go put my boots on, go to work for the rest of the day, not have to worry about anything. Game ends, or right, you can shut it down for a little bit. Yeah, and, you know, that's your free time mentally, but. And that's how, like, uh, people always say, like, you know, there's, like, examples out there of, like, you know, I, I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head, but they always say that, like, the people that are, like, these super athletes, you know, super successful athletes, they go do their work, they treat it as their job, and then afterwards they wind down. Yeah. And stay balanced, because I feel like that's kind of, like, the best way to deal with it. Because, like, you can't go out there and hit 500 every single day. No. <laughs> I really you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, it's, it's crazy because baseball is the only sport where you can, you know, go three for 10 and, and you're considered elite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know that. That's that step blows my mind every time I hear it. Right. You still got out seven times, but as long as you got three for 10, you're Failing elite. Majority of the time, man, you're still pretty good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, you were talking about it too, like taking time to wind down. Like, do you, do you guys like during in the minors and like, obviously you guys are traveling a lot and you guys are on buses and stuff. Do you guys have the ability to kind of like as a team go out and like have during like one of your off days. So you have maybe two days off or something. You have one day off where it's like kind of like a group bonding thing or, or like the, the entire team has a day off. Do you guys have any time to kind of do that during the season? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a lot of time. Obviously you only get a, a you know, a couple of days off given even, even if you're, even if you're not playing the next day, you still, you're not still at the field all day. So like in terms of like our day offs or our rain days or something like that, I think when we were in Spokane last year, we went out on the lake at Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And we had a big team thing there with like a kind of like a lake cruise, like where you go on and you just kind of hang out on the boat, enjoy yeah. the water. 
And uh, we did that with a lot of our host parents. So that was really cool. That was like a, a bonding thing, not just with the team, but with the host parents as well. Um, obviously, when we go on trips and like that, well, you know, a couple of the, obviously groups of guys will go and have dinner at a certain place or go have a drink or two at a bar. And, you know, you get, you get to meet. That's like the easiest way to bond with your team. And I, I think that was a big, big part of it, of our winning in Spokane is when we were a really good, you know, good group of guys and a team that wanted to win. Yeah, for sure. No doubt. Um, plenty of time and the, the days off, obviously the days off don't come very often though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, how many days, uh, like for a minor league season, how many days on the road do you think you're on? How many days off as in like not playing personally, yeah. or like, as in like you have like an off day for the whole squad. Uh, let's say like off day for like the whole squad. Yeah. Off day, like I'm completely off. Like no yeah. baseball. Like you're um, good for the day. That didn't happen very often. I can look up the schedule if you want. Uh, from what I remember, I th- probably three or four days, maybe. That's nuts. <laughs> it was a. Uh, it's t- it's tough, man. It, I mean, I'll be honest with you. It wasn't really that tough. It wasn't that bad. I enjoyed baseball enough to where I, you know, I looked forward. Yeah, for sure. Every day and whatever you can count up how many games I played last year. It's not. It's not a ridiculous amount, but it's a lot more than what a, college, a normal college player is used to. And I never, I didn't have a problem physically with it. Wasn't hurt. You know, obviously you get sore and you get, I guess you get kind of hurt, but you never were. I never was injured. It's a good way to put it. That was going to be my next question, actually, leading into that, because, you know, obviously you didn't play. I mean, you don't play like the amount of games you would, right, like you said, in a regular minor league season. So uh, it seems like you adjusted to that well. But what were, did you take any, different type of avenues to make sure your body recovered more so than in college? Um, yes and no. Towards the end of my career in college, so towards my last, my final year, my junior year, I think I spent a little bit more time in the training room than, you know, I had years prior, but it was more of a, it was more of a preparation, making sure that other things didn't go wrong. You know, before, if it was a really cold game, out, making sure I'm going, I'm getting my back work done or a certain spot that's kind of, you know, you can feel it starting to nag. A little bit so I think I learned in college early that it was it was best to just get in there and get treatment and you know do 20 to 30 minutes of work beforehand to prevent missing 20 plus games right and, yeah for sure yeah so I think that was that was a plus side to it um your body hurts man it's a, it's a season it's baseball you're playing yeah, exactly metal things underneath your feet for three hours out of the day at least yeah you're running as hard as you can every day those legs are getting put to work <laughs> So yeah, your, your body uh, hurts, but I mean, same as any other sport, man. It's just, it's, it's, are you hurt or injured? One of my soccer coaches, when I was really younger, we had that conversation when I was like nine or 10, (laughs) it was always hurt or injured, you know, one of the two. And, and usually you figure out really quick if you're hurt or injured. Yeah, that's true. Honestly. (laughs) Yeah. We we talked about it like a little bit of obviously like the physical things that you have to do in order to like stay sharp and everything. But like you were saying kind of, you're on the road so much and stuff and you know, maybe you're playing six out of seven, seven out of eight, whatever it may be. And what, what do you kind of do to stay mentally sharp when you're in those like kind of long stretches where you're playing almost every single day? Um, Have you found something that specifically works for you? Have you kind of like looked and seen like what other guys are doing to kind of like relax their mind, but also kind of stay within themselves, I guess, in that sort of sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Thanks. Uh, I know there's, there's a couple of things. Obviously, I like music a lot. I'm really passionate about music, so I like listening to music before games. And the go-tos. Before game, if I need to be amped up a little bit, 
you know, obviously you can listen to like hip hop and rap and all these good musics are like, like I listen, I listen to a lot of metal when I lift actually. So that's okay. once in a while. Um, but like something classical will pop up in there once in a while, if I'm really amped up or something like that. So like music in terms of like right before the game kind of set my mind at ease, trying to be calm before the storm. You know, that's, that's always, that was the, always the way I was taught how to be is really calm before some, you don't want to be amped up. You don't want to be thinking about too much. It's just kind of baseball is kind of one of those sports where you don't want to be like this. You kind of want to yeah. be pretty stable the whole time. So um, in terms of like the focus, the focusing thing um, and playing, you know, like you said, those long series or on a road trip for a long time. Yeah. It's nice to be able to get comfortable at home after those trips, but you know, I mean, I don't, you try not to think about it one, and two, I think some guys just have the the ability to like turn off the focus on and off. Well, um, ba- most baseball players are very good at that. If you think about it, we're for sure kind of lackadaisical a lot of the time. And then a ball, like our play involves us. Right. So that's bang focus, hard focus for 10 seconds or an at bat. Prime example would be an at bat hard focus for five seconds. Right. And then it's off. Shut it down. Focus for five seconds, hard focus. So that's – I think the, the the hitting themselves and being baseball players, I think you're taught that eventually as you grow up because you have no choice but to focus, unfocus, focus, unfocus, focus on constantly. And I think the game in general, like like compared to other sports, I would I would say, because like if you think about it, right, you're, you're a pitcher, right? You have yeah. to focus because you got to get it over uh, – you know, you're throwing 95 miles an hour over a small little plate. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like – you have to stay laser focused on that because if you take, you know, one second and you know, Oh, maybe you see something in the crowd that's interesting. Then you're going to throw it over the yep. backstop pretty much. It, it thing is a, so that's not a, like, a, oh, like, for sure. It does. That's what a lot of people don't understand. So when you watch like the professional, the big leaguers play and you're watching these guys, you know, overcome their emotions when they're super excited, they're even kill all the time and they're doing all this, but you see young guys show their emotions more often now, but a lot of times you don't see them, explode and be react to certain things are kind of calm right over the years we have we i think you learn that i think you learn the focusing thing over the years and being able to shut it off and turn it on and pitching is a prime example think about i mean when's the last time you guys played baseball and you were just what position you're sitting in it doesn't matter you catch you know you're looking out just bsing with your right fielder or something like that or yeah talking with your pitcher or your infielder, whatever it is, you can see somebody in the stands that you recognize. Like there's, there's times where you lose focus. It's normal. hundred percent. But being able to get back to it ASAP is important or diminishing on the times that that happens are very important. So yeah, I think, I think the, the focus thing is, is pretty much learned through this, through the sport itself, but it, it's extremely important. Being able I to think turn definitely as you get older too, right. Would you say, yeah. I mean, oh, I think, yeah definitely as you get older i think it probably gets easier as you get older right um it may not you know more distractions come into your life think about it you get married you have kids uh baseball if it's still in your life becomes harder it's not going to get easier for you as you get older by any means that's a good point and everybody's getting better you know every every time think about it as a scout what's your job right you draft somebody you get somebody there your job is to replace that person immediately right so that the competition is always growing there's always somebody better than you and so I, I guess that's the fun part of it. And that's kind of how life is in general, I guess. Yeah, that would be yeah that's, a, that's a good point, honestly, though. I didn't really think about that because there's all the other, like, factors that aren't baseball that could, you know, like, obviously, like, kids and stuff like that. COVID, too. Like, you got to make sure everyone's, you know, staying safe and, and you don't want to be doing the wrong things, like going to, you know, 
public places and things like that, especially when you're in season, because then you can risk the, you know, everyone else potentially getting it if you were to get it. So definitely like, especially this season, like alone too, I think that this was one of the hardest seasons you could possibly do. Cause like everyone's like, Oh, 60 games, 60 games. I don't know if you guys would kind of agree, but like it was 60 games, but it was a super difficult 60 games. Cause you had to make sure everyone stayed safe. Super safe. A lot more money spent, a lot more time, uh, a lot more focus on the little things, right? All right. the little things that we probably didn't do as well before are being done perfectly now because exactly. We so yeah, yeah I think the stress and anxiety from that probably builds as well. Just makes yeah. everything harder. Like that was my perspective on the whole thing. It was like okay, like maybe some people's stats, right? Like in sixty games, you know, you kind of, you know, the, the some might have had an amazing 60 games where you're like yeah like great like you know some guys you expected it from regardless but like the guys that's like kind of struggled in the 60 games i'm like i don't know how like compared to other years obviously i don't know how much you can take that into fact because there's just so much more pressure with make maintaining that like super strict guidelines with everything and then on top of that having to go perform yep and then on top of that not knowing when your season was going to be if you were going to have a season you got family members that are sick you got you know, friends that are sick, you got a bunch of other things going on, not being able to move, not being able to go out to your house, not being able to work out in a certain area. There's so much to it. Right. And, it, you know, especially this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even too, it's like you play in 60 games. It's like everybody's in it. As soon as opening day hits, right everybody's jump. Everybody's got, everybody's got a shot, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. The Marlins and won it, a playoff series. <laughs> yeah. It goes to show everything. Worst team in baseball year before. <laughs> Crazy, man. It really was. Yeah, it was actually like a, just a genuinely crazy season. I don't know. I don't know, Jake, if you if you can kind of if the season starts in May, do you think that we get 160 in or do you think we get 100? Or 162, whatever. I don't uh, I don't see us getting in 160. Just cuz it's, you know, it gets cold pretty early in some places and right. Let me tell you firsthand, it's hard to play baseball in the cold. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I tell you never to do it. It's one of those sports you don't ever want to play. But is there a way to fit those games in? Probably. There's probably a way. You know, you, we can play later in the year. We can always migrate to fields that are warm, right? Yep. We have fields that are going to be warm. They always have more than one. So the opportunity to play is always going to be there. Um, do I think they're going to try to, you know, work in 160 – as best as they can, but they're not going to push it, right? There's no, either. there's no reason yet. If if we're going to still play 120 games, it's still going to be a decent amount of games. We're still going to play straight through 120 games, so it's still going to be a grind, but it'll be a little bit easier. And you never know; there might be some fall series that pop up. You might you might have you know minor league teams moved around a little bit or pop up or play more in like November or December. There's there's so many things that you can do just to get in more baseball if need be. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if I like you're saying, I don't think they're going to push the 162, but um, I'd probably say if they start in May, right. And everyone gets vaccinated to, you know, some extent, probably 120 makes sense. But that also gives like guys enough. That's like, it's not a full season, but like the teams that start off real hot that like, you're always like, you know, there's always that like one team in April that's always like, well, okay, like, damn, like they made it. They're like over 500. You didn't expect it to happen. And they just hit a brick wall going on the rest of the way through. That won't happen this year. I don't think. 
I no. think it would be more realistic kind of standings of where everyone sits. I don't know. I think it's more it's more apt to happen, I feel like, this year. If you play because when you're playing 60, you get hot, you're gonna stay hot. And it's like, sure, you win 10 out of 12, and now it's like you're you're leading the division instead of you know losing 10 out of 12 and 120, and you're like, okay, well, now I can make those games back up. Fair. But losing yeah. losing 10 out of 12 in a 60 game season, your season's over. <laughs> that's you know that's a good point. That is a that is a good point, actually. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess there's so many different ways that it can go. We can only think, you know, possible scenarios. Yeah, right. That's right. Um, one of the things I kind of want to backtrack on, if that's all right. So yeah, you're talking about, like, you put in the work in the weight room, and it clearly, you know, you've talked about how you have been able to work out and stuff like that and get better. One of the things that we've been talking about with a lot of people that are kind of in the similar, uh, you know, similar um, – like doing the same thing you are trying to gain weight, kind of like uh, test out like what weight works for them. Have you kind of like been kind of going through that? Cause like, I know like a lot of guys have been saying like, yeah, like I don't know yet if this weight's going to work yet, but we're just going to, you know, trial and error it pretty much. Um, I think for the most part, I'm, I found where I like to be. I had a good conversation with one of our managers during spring training about size because I came in a lot heavier than I had, than I had been before, you know, in my entire life playing this, you know, sport of baseball at spring training. And it seemed like I was better at everything. I was stronger. I was faster. Arm felt better. Legs felt better. Back was everything. Everything felt better being bigger and stronger. So I was like, well, you know, at this weight, should I move up? Am I going to feel the same? So I had a long conversation during BP with one of our managers about weight and we're built about, roughly the same size. And I remember him telling me uh, he went up like five or 10 pounds and only hit like five or six more home runs, which I mean, is relative. It depends on the person, I guess, but he said it didn't, it didn't really affect him as much as he thought it was. It wasn't like he was going to go out and hit 20 more bombs for 10 extra pounds. So right. in the grand scheme of things, I think you need to know your job and know what your worth is and know what you're good at and capitalize on the things you're really good at. Um, if you have the opportunity to be a bigger guy and sit at, you know, 210, 220 at six foot three, six foot four, that there you go. That's your best spot. But whatever works the best personally for you, I think is what everybody wants. Yeah, for sure. Have um, you, had, sorry, Jim, I'll go ahead. I, I just had a, like a quick question because like, obviously we've seen like some, some players, whether they be in the minor leagues, major leagues, whatever it may be struggle with weight, the battle of the bulge, if you will. Different body styles. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, you know, you'll have some teams be like, you need to cut weight. And obviously in your situation, they're like, Hey, you know, we think that it'd be best if you, if you actually put on weight And I feel like also too, at least in my opinion, I feel like, you know, whatever, like you're comfortable playing at, you should play it sort of that weight. Cause that's like what you've kind of been doing your entire life. And it's like, if I feel comfortable doing that, then why can't I just continue to play at that weight, I guess. And it's like, have you like when you kind of were, were as big as you like you, you said you were like kind of at the biggest that you were coming into spring training was that kind of your decision or was that the team's decision and then at, at one point was it like even if i like put on this extra five or ten pounds like in in a general sense it was like am i gonna feel fat almost and like kind of slow and sluggish yeah you, you you're gonna get to a point obviously if you get too big you know that's the idea is obviously to gain weight while still staying flexible and you know, and worthy of your speed, you can, there is a point, there's a fine line where you can get, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> you can get to that. And I've seen guys get there. Uh, I had guys in college that did it. 
you know, they, they gain all this weight, but they forget about having to run 180 feet <laughs> when you're big and you're hitting all these bombs. So I think there's a trade-off. Yes. You know, gaining weight and getting stronger will help you hit the ball farther and harder and hit more home runs. That way you don't have to worry about running as much, but uh, for the most part, I think people in terms of their comfortability know they know what their body should look like. Right. We have guys that are overweight. They know they're overweight, but they do their job. Right. Like John was saying, if if they're comfortable with it and they do their job just fine, why is it, why should it matter? Uh, There's a, it goes along with selling the player too. Obviously, you know, you're in the big league, so you represent the club. So you need to look the part, right. Need to act the part, need to play the part. There's a lot of those things that go along with it. But in terms of like your longevity, I think most of our, our team, it goes for longevity. Your health is very important in terms of how long you guys are going to play. Right. So your longevity, your knees, let's say for an example, if you're a catcher and you're overweight, a little bit more weight on the knees, right. Generally it's not going to last as long. So you're not going to be worth as much money. So when it comes down to all these little, little increments of money and how much you're worth, if you really want to get into like the, this, just the, the grittiness of like the business side of baseball. Mm. Um, but it, 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 and when the money's the money directly translates to wins, right? So if we're, if we're spending money on a person that's worth this, we want it to be his best a one version of it. That way we can for translate sure. more ones for us and translate to more money. And then it, it's just a constant flow. Um, but for the most part, yeah, guys, it's your own career, right? It's your own career. You can work out. If you don't, if, if a trainer tells you to go work out and you don't, and you just tell them to piss off, you can do it. Excuse my language, but it's your career. You know yeah. what I mean? It's your career. If you want to do that, go right ahead. So everybody takes it with a grain of salt. If you, if you're overweight or if you feel overweight, you can always talk to a trainer and ask, they, they'll tell you straight up if you need to lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be honest with you. <laughs> they're, always there to help you. There's not, they're not going to be there to hinder you. At any, any. For sure. Yeah. That's your job. They got to help you out. <laughs> you, think I could lo- you think I could lose a few pounds? Yeah. You're fat. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get rid of those belly, that belly and that chin, man. We gotta get rid. Of, there's supposed to be one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, but definitely, you know, you should probably be doing that. Yeah, just like put it up straight, straight forward. Change for a little bit. Um, and you know, you kind of touched upon it, where like everyone's different. I kind of, I feel like that's like also one of the best things about baseball is that there's just so many different. Like you can be, you know, five foot nine, like Mookie Betts. Yeah. And 30 home runs and doing all that kind of stuff. And then you can be freaking like Randy Johnson. who's like six ten. <laughs> Chris, like a Yelich, Bo Bichette. Bichette's not a very big guy, right? Yeah. Yelich isn't either. I mean, he's tall, but like, he's not. He's like, lengthy. So he's, he's got some good length and some good elastic ability in his body. So he's a little different, but a guy's like, that's our, he's another one. Kike Hernandez, right? Yeah. Unreal. Baseball, little guy. Baseball doesn't care. I, I'm excited to see where he ends up, dude. I think that he's one of the better, like. I, I was going to say, I think he's a pretty decent player, too. I think he gets overlooked being mm. on that roster. 100%. Yeah, that roster. Yeah, for sure. Um, All right. Uh, You guys want to get into a few. We have a few uh, um, kind of fire. Uh, what's, what's the word, Jamo? What, what am I looking for? Rapid, Rapid fire. fire. All right, so so we thought of a few new ones. I want to know what this one is for you. Okay, I it's kind of putting you on the spot, but what is your hottest take? Like no matter what, like you stick with it no matter what. It could be about baseball. It could be about anything. My hottest take about anything. Oh. Yeah. 
Honest take. I don't want the people of Michigan to get mad at me over my take. <laughs> I want to hear them. Why don't you guys go first? Let me sit on mine for a second. Let me roast them. Oh, I'm getting put on the spot. I'm like, oh, God. I don't know if I have one. <laughs> the, four, the four worst teams in all major sports are in Michigan. <laughs> it's tough right now. It's, it's, it's tough hey, 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 hey. I'm out here. I'm, I'm not coming on again. <laughs> But uh, yeah, sports, sports in Michigan are they're beat right now. Beat. Oh, man. oh, I got my hot, I got a hot take or a decently hot take. Uh, New Jersey pizza, I'd probably say, besides New York City, is the best in the country. I wish I've had, I wish I would have had more pizza in both of those places. <laughs> I've had a lot of pizza there. I stick with that. Jamo knows it. I like Chicago, Chicago pizza is pretty good. Big fan of Chicago Deep pizza. dish, yeah, okay. They I never had deep dish. Downtown Chicago and Detroit. Keith, when oh, I came then. down to your house, you talked so much about the pizza, and then we just had bagels. Bagels Dude, also, though. Pizza. Bagels are top notch. <laughs> I like bagels. I'll take a bagel with avocado in the morning. Okay. Yeah, that's a good combo. All right, you, you got a hot take or no? <laughs> right, yeah, <let> me... <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> I don't. I got a lot of hot takes, dude. I got a very opinionated person. <laughs> hot takes without. Okay. I gotta be careful. Uh oh. <laughs> I yeah. I was gonna say that. I I was gonna say. I don't know. I don't know if I feel like. I don't know if I feel that way though. I was gonna say my girlfriend's over here whispering and telling me I should say cats are better than dogs. Oh, that is a hot take. Oh my god! Hot take. I like. I like animals. I just like all animals, so it's tough. I've had a cat. I've had dogs, so it's it's tough. Chris, I really like right, cats more though. Like like I I'm still a dog person, but definitely I've grown to like cats. Oh they're, god, Keith, you gotta, yeah. they're good animals, man. You got to find the right cat. You can yeah, exactly. Them. That's that's the, the right key. Cat, you can actually make it act like a dog. Ted, we're putting you up for adoption, dude. You hearing this? <laughs> <laughs> so jake also something kind of funny that we've we've uh we've always asked the chipotle and Cadoba, right and i believe you said did you say chipotle i am do- i'm a big i'm a bigger fan of doba than yes I you are okay yes i we you were the Vince? only person to say it so far did anyone give reasons or were they just like not chipotle's better no they gave well, some people, when we asked it, it was like Chipotle or Cordoba. A lot of times it was like they didn't even have Cordoba around them. It was like Chipotle. Most people don't have a Doba. Yeah, between those two, they were like, well, Chipotle, I guess, because you asked it. But some people go yeah. Moe's. They'll be like, yeah. I don't even, I, I rather Moe's over all of them. I've never had Moe's before. I've had it once. We don't have any up in the Northeast, I feel like. There's like no. none around me, at least. Yeah, I don't know. what We don't have a lot of, we don't have anything anything up here i'm sure you guys probably have more than us um do you guys do you have have chick-fil-a yeah 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 Yeah. they just opened one like a year ago (laughs) i love chick-fil-a it's bad i get that very frequently (laughs) do you have mods pizza pieology places raising raising canes is a good one right do you guys have a raising canes no, I've, no. I've heard great things about Raising Canes too. Oh Me too. Dude, we destroy that place when we're down in Spring. <laughs> we get that, we get that almost every day. 
I've heard I've heard the good things about that place, yeah, but I've never never went. That place is good. All right. Hot take. <laughs> Christmas is not the best holiday. Okay. It's the best holiday. I think that's a good one. I don't I don't I think I like Halloween. I think Halloween's the best holiday. I have more fun on Halloween than I think I do on Christmas. I like okay. that hot take. That's that's not that's a good one. Just Halloween's better. Fair enough. Fair enough. I enjoy Halloween too. I think I think Halloween's a nice little holiday. Get For some reason, I just never got into Halloween. I don't know why. Just no, growing up, I don't know why. I just never. It's because you're a weenie, Keith. That's why. I guess. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think uh, we have to kind of close this out. We're running out of time here. But um, Jake, again, always a pleasure, my good sir. Yeah, Thank I love for coming on. Thank you for the opportunity, man. Absolutely. For sure. Of course. For the rest of your off-season training and getting yeah. ready for, for hopefully a nice. Updated long- how everything's going, and uh, you know, hopefully we can have you on again. You know, a few months down the line or so. Uh, yes, sir. I uh, I would look forward to it. I, I'm you know I'm I'm like I said I enjoy coming on here and talking baseball and BS with you guys, man. It's always fun. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Uh, this episode will be out this Friday, uh, right. twelve p.m. as always. And uh, you know what? Jamo, close up. We'll see you in the next one. Yeah. Peace. Peace. <laughs> see you guys.